0: Those who are uh, joining us that are pre- for pre- uh, this when this has been pre-recorded, I want to welcome you. You're in the right place. This is our Good Friday service. We'll be starting in about five minutes. Thank y'all for joining. Uh, we are a few minutes before starting. It is about um 257 and we'll wait till three uh, to see who's able to join us. You're you've tuned into our Good Friday service, at just a time for scripture reading and considering a cross. We'll start in just a few minutes. You're in the right place if you've uh, dialed in for the Good Friday service. We'll get started in about a minute. Thanks for joining. I'm going to just start us with prayer and kind of give you a plan for what we're going to do this afternoon for our brief time together. Let's pray, God. We are thankful for this time and this Friday the afternoon to just stop down and consider our Lord and our uh, the unbelievable price that He paid for our sin. Lord, I pray that today that we will, in these few minutes that we have together, that it will be. Uh, A sweet aroma to you as we consider you and consider what, what you accomplished in sending Christ and what he did for us. Lord, I pray that we can take in the uh, the details this afternoon. Um, I pray that we can experience a little bit of the darkness uh, anticipating what is unfolding over the course of the next couple of days. Uh, Lord, we are thankful that this is um, uh, sober and somber occasion but it's bathed in the the reality that we already know the rest of the story but i pray that we'll do um, do the cross do our lord do his price that he paid for us justice in these next few minutes that we spend together in in christ's precious name we pray amen thank you all for joining us today we are going to spend just a few minutes in prayer and and, and, uh, we have done that i'll close in prayer but uh, I'd like to just spend a few minutes just reading the story. I've uh, sort of broken the story up into a few parts. I thought it would be um, just simple. I thought it would be, um, um, it's kind of in keeping with the thought that the scripture doesn't lead, doesn't need any, the story doesn't need any flourish. It is what it is and it's gruesome. And um, so I've broken the story down into seven parts. Uh, his betrayal, his denial, A separation from the Father, his trials, his suffering, his death, and his burial. So if you want to follow along with me this afternoon, then I invite you uh, to join me in Mark chapter 14, and we'll read through um, toward the end of chapter 15. Beginning first with the betrayal. And while he was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he was reclining at table, a woman came with an alabaster flask of ointment of pure nard, very costly. And she broke the flask and poured it over his head. There were some who said to themselves indignantly, why was the ointment wasted like that? For this ointment could have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor. And they scolded her. And verse 10, and Judas Iscariot was one of the 12 and he went to the chief priests in order to betray them. And when they heard it, they were glad and promised to give him money. And he sought an opportunity to betray him. Next we'll continue with his, uh, with the not denials that he faced. And Jesus said to them, you will all fall away for it is written. I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter said to him, even though all fall away, I will not. And Jesus said to him, truly, I I tell you, this very night before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he said emphatically, if I must die with you, I will not deny you. And they all said the same. The next verse, begins begin with the separation. And they went to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. And he took with him Peter and James and John and began to be greatly distressed and troubled. And he said to them, my soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. And going a little, little farther, he fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me. Yet not what I will, but what you will. Let's consider next his trials, both of them, first before the Sanhedrin in verse 53. And they led Jesus to the high priest and all the chief priests and the elders and the scribes came together. And Peter had followed him at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest. And he was sitting with the guards and warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council were seeking testimony against Jesus to put him to death. But they found none. For many bore false witness against him, but their testimony did not agree. And some stood up and bore false witness against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands. And in three days, I will build another not made with hands Yet even about this. Their testimony did not agree and the high priest stood up in the midst and asked Jesus, have you no answer to make? What is it that these men testify against you? But he remained silent and made no answer. Again, the high priest asked him, are you the Christ, the son of the blessed? And Jesus said, I am. And you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. And the high priest tore his garments and said, What further witnesses do we need? You've heard his blasphemy. What is your decision? And they all condemned him as deserving death. And some began to spit on him and to cover his face and to strike him, saying to him, Prophesy. And the guards received him With blows, It's considered his trial before Pilate. And as soon as it was morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes and the whole council, and they bound Jesus and led him away and delivered him over to Pilate. And Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And he answered him, You have said so. The chief priests accused him of many things, and Pilate asked him again, Have you no answer to make? See how many charges they bring against you? But Jesus made no further answer, so that Pilate was amazed. Now at the feast he used to release for them one prisoner for whom they asked, and among the rebels in prison who had committed murder in the insurrection, there was a man called Barabbas. And the crowd came up and began to ask Pilate to do as he usually did for them, crucify him so Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd released for them barabbas and having scourged Jesus he delivered him to be crucified let's consider next his uh, suffering and the soldiers led him away inside the palace that is the governor's headquarters and they called together the whole battalion and they clothed him in a purple cloak and twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on him. And they began to salute him, hail king of the Jews. And they were striking his head with a reed and spinning on him and kneeling down in homage to him. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the purple cloak and put his own clothes on him, and they led him out to crucify him. They compelled a passerby, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus to carry his cross, And with him they crucified two robbers, one on his right and one on his left, and those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads and saying, Aha, you who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. So also the chief priests and the scribes mocked him to one another, saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. And those who were crucified with him also reviled him. Let's consider now his death. When the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. At the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lemma sabachthani, which means my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of the bystanders hearing it said, behold, He is calling Elijah and someone ran and filled a sponge with sour wine and put it on a reed and gave it to him to drink, saying, wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to take him down. And Jesus uttered a loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood facing him saw that in this way he breathed his last, he said, Truly, this man was the son of God. Let's consider consider his burial. And when evening came, since it was the day of preparation, that is the day before the Sabbath, Joseph Arimathea, a respected member of the council, who was also himself looking for the kingdom of God, took courage and went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Pilate was surprised to hear that he should have died already, Summoning the centurion, he asked him whether he was already dead. When he learned from the centurion that he was dead, he granted the corpse to Joseph. And Joseph bought a linen shroud and taking him down, wrapped him in the linen shroud and laid him in a tomb that had been cut in the rock. And he rolled a stone against the entrance of the tomb. Augustine wrote a little piece uh, 300 to 400 AD titled what we behold on the cross as they were looking on so we too gaze on his wounds as he hangs we see his blood as he dies we see the price offered by the Redeemer touch the scars of his resurrection He bows his head as if to kiss you. His heart is made bare open as it were in love to you. His arms are extended that he may embrace you. His whole body is displayed for your redemption. Ponder how great these things are. Let all this be rightly weighed in your mind as he was once fixed to the cross in every part of his body for you. So he may now be fixed in every part of your soul. Let's pray. Uh, Lord, what a terrible, terrible price paid for us. What a wonderful sacrifice. What a beautiful Savior. We join our ancient brother uh, in pondering him this afternoon. We ponder that he took on flesh. We ponder that he joined us in this mess. We ponder that you sent him, for that matter, to even make a way for us. We ponder that he stood before these trials like a sheep before shears. Um, We ponder that he died in our place and paid for our sins. We ponder that he endured separation from you so that we might be able to fellowship with you. We ponder those things today on this Friday afternoon, Good Friday. We're thankful that we have a time of rest on the Sabbath while you're doing the hard work for us. We look forward to enjoying together the good news on Sunday morning. We're praying these things in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you for joining this afternoon. Um, welcome and invited to uh, join us Sunday morning at 11 a.m. We have some really great news to consider together. Thank you. Y'all have a great afternoon.